and welcome to Bear Stew 2.11, 2.11. This is Killer, sitting across from Blake. How are you doing, Blake? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, this is Christina. Thank you for coming, Christina. Really appreciate you showing up today to do the recording and everything. That was not a technical difficulty. That was that was planned. <laughs> she's not here, and we don't know why. Yeah, she's not returning our calls. She, yeah. she no longer likes us or loves us. I think she's actually in line for the new Outrider album. Okay. That's uh, Jimmy Page's new album. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? So I, she may be at a line in, you know, like a CD warehouse or something. Yeah. I mean, she couldn't just download it. No, she's got to go get it on she vinyl. She has to have vinyl, yeah. Eight track or whatever you old people have. <laughs> yeah, she's younger than you. She's not. She's not. Are you guys the same age, right? She's a year older. Oh. So, uh, take that. Yay. Take that. So, uh, can I start off by explaining something? The last week, posting our website was a major fiasco. You're talking about the platform? Posting our podcast to the website was a, yeah, the platform. Okay. Uh, we usually use a website called Podomatic.com, which for the original Bear Stew worked perfectly. And has been somewhat shaky for the rebirth, the re uh, rebirth, rebirth. <laughs> okay. The uh, it's there's been a couple of times where I've gone to post and it hasn't accepted the audio, wouldn't put it up on the site and everything. And after two and a half days of working trying to get it posted up this last time, I finally got so frustrated I started looking for other websites that I could use it to host. And since we don't make money off our podcast. What? Yeah. You might be making money, but my contract says zero. And why are we doing this? Uh, fun. Experience, I guess. I, don't know. Huh. I mean, I made an investment in the, in the show last week, too. I, I bought a new external hard drive to store all the audio on from now on. Wow. That's commitment. So, uh, but that being said, going back, since I was having so many issues, I decided to explore other avenues. And I found two other sites that were free to post websites or post podcasts to. So I've uploaded them. They are Podcast Garden and uh, Podcast Machine. Okay. Two pretty original names. Yeah. And so I I have I will once again this week post to both of those and I will try Podomatic once again, trying to get them all working and I will actually link all three of them to the Facebook and Twitter posts, so you have anyone who has who wants you, they can have a choice. And and we're going to do this for a few podcasts, and whichever one ends up being the one used the most will be the the host that we use from then on. So you're just playing these podcast websites, you I, know? You're going to take a couple out on a date, see how it goes. Yeah, I I want to see which Not one. Not tell them about each other yet. Yeah. And then just pick at the end. Yeah. And then tell the other one or just stop calling the other one. No, I mean, tell them like you're moving or something. Uh, I could do that. Just cancel out our yeah. our, our site. I mean, nothing is going to change from the audience perspective. They're still going to no. click on the Twitter or the Facebook link. Yeah. And you'll you'll still be able to open it up and stuff and listen. Or And I've made sure that both of the other new sites can be linked to iTunes so you can still pull it up hey. and stuff. So. If we make it on iTunes, then well, we've made it big. I, I think you can anything can be put onto iTunes. You just have to be linked. You have to go through the link and stuff like that. It's not a big deal. 
Okay. But anyways, that's what's going on with the hosting of the site or the podcast right now. Okay. Bear Stew is looking for a permanent home. If you own a site and want to be our permanent home, we'll do it for free. Killer will do it for free. I, however, have a $5 contract fee. I have a talent fee, yeah. Five yeah. bucks or a Subway gift card. Yeah, something. Something Anything. along those lines. So, speaking of old people stuff, mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about something that's going away. Yes. Today, or not today, but this month marks the end of the original Playboy type, I guess you can say. The, um, the, the posting, the, pose, the posing of nude women. <laughs> will no longer be included in your Playboy magazine from this day from this month on. So if you want your nudie mag, you gotta go get it now. Well, they're so are, are they gonna keep making the magazine? They're gonna keep making the but there's magazine. There's no nudity. There's no nudity. They'll probably still have women in the magazine, but they'll be scantily clad. So may I ask this question? What's the point? Well, you you say that. And they've Playboy's always had actually really good writers. I know it's cliche to say I I actually get the magazine to read our the I, articles. I do go to Hooters for the wings. So, anyways, <laughs> just saying they're uh, they actually have had really good articles and short stories and stuff within the magazine. And so that's what they're moving towards now. They're going to be more like GQ and stuff like that. Other and so they can open up their subscription base and get, I guess, more clientele. Will they ever be able to escape their previous image, though? I mean, uh, you know what? I think their previous image. Not honestly, most magazines are dying, anyways. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because you can down. The big thing is it's got to be online. If you can get a, get increase your online subscription, you're better off. But the problem is. With the Playboys and the penthouses and stuff like that, you can get all that stuff for free online now. So oh. you don't have to pay for a subscription. Okay. Well, how do they make money? I know, I know advertising, but... Yeah, that's how you do it. And if you... They're going to be... Like GQ and all them, you have to have a subscription to read the full articles and everything. And it's not very much. And that's what they're hoping, I'm thinking... That's what I think they're hoping they can do. So they'll still make their money off their advertising and their subscriptions. and But now they won't have to pay for the modeling costs. Because it costs a lot of money to to have the, the nude models and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully you get to them before they're famous. Yeah. And you've uh, got a list of a couple celebs. That yeah, were... I've got actually, uh, we were talking about it the other day, actually yesterday on Shake Joint. Uh, we were talking about it. And You're on another show. I produce another show. I so I sit there and I I man the dump button and stuff like that. When are you going to tell me about this? Uh, I was hoping to keep it secret. So I'm going to list off some some. These are some famous people. And do you have a piece of paper you can keep count? Okay. Uh, I need you to just to keep two counts. It's going to be really easy for you. Uh, well, there is. I'm not going to go through 191 people. I got time. But uh, I will give you a name, and you say yay or nay or if you know who they are. Okay, so just a yes or no. Yes, yes or no. Okay. And these are people that were in Playboy. Okay. These are women, sorry. Uh, Nancy Sinatra. Okay. Do you want me to tell you or just write it down? Yeah, just say 
Yeah, don't don't say anything yet. But if there's a name that comes up, then we'll stop and talk about her. Okay. Uh, Linda Evans, Joan Collins, Farrah Fawcett, Ursula Andrus, Margot Kidder. Uh, oh, I got a text message from our friend Christina. Oh, crap. May or may not have overslept through my alarm. Hmm. Hmm. Emoji faces. All right. I, my last one was Margot Kidder. Okay. She's, she's going to get fired. Yep. Uh, Kim Basinger. Drew Barrymore. Denise Richards. Tiffany. Debbie Gibson. Wait, Tiffany? Tiffany. That's just her That's just her name. Uh, Debbie Gibson, Belinda Carlisle, Carney Wilson, Suzanne Summers, Shannon Doherty, Sherry Belafonte, Brooke Burke, Karina Smirnoff, Madonna, Marilyn Monroe, Jane Mansfield, uh, Raquel Welch, Bo Derrick, Barbara Bach, Bernadette Peters, Muriel Hemingway, uh, Tanya Roberts, Vanna White. Oh my God! You haven't. How many, I, what are we at right now? Um, let's see. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Uh, twenty-eight model or women. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> You know who that is? <laughs> She's on the roast of Flavor Flav. Yep. She dated him. Yeah. She's yeah. monstrous. <laughs> yeah. Margot Hemingway. Sharon Stone. Rosanna Arquette. Uh, Latoya Jackson. This one scares me. It's just disgusting. Sandra Bernhard. Mimi Rogers. Ella McPherson. Jerry Hallowell? That's uh, Ginger Spice from the Spice Girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Downtown Julie Brown? Lisa Renna? Charlize Theron? Angie Everhart? Man, okay, this is really getting boring. I'm just listing off names of women that were in the magazine, and you're not you're not contributing at all. I th- Bayou Phillips. You told me not to. I guess I did. I'm sorry. Well, everybody knows Carmen Electra was in Playboy. Did you know that? Carmen yeah. Okay. Uh, that's where she got her start. Christy Swanson. Uh, Clint Eastwood's daughter. I believe this is... Yeah, it is. Uh, Allison Eastwood. Daryl Hannah. Jamie Presley. Uh, man. Joanna Krupa. I didn't know Joanna Krupa was in there. That's kind of hot. All right, how? Let's see. We're at. You got Kim Kardashian still. Uh, Olivia Munn. We're over fifty. Yeah. So there's like all these women were in Playboy. Pamela Anderson has been in it, God, like a dozen times. I wonder why. Because she doesn't have anything else. Okay, so of those fifty, I knew twenty, and I didn't know thirty. Uh, there's still, like, Lindsay Lohan, Jenny McCarthy. Oh, I know her. I know her. Uh, man. See, Did you start from old and then work your way up? Uh, they're all mixed in, because okay. they're all... Because uh, I would know more recent. Uh, Gabrielle Reese? No. 
Uh, well, you know what? Brinty Montag? Nope. Amanda Beard? Nope. She's a swimmer. You should know her. She's Olympian. Uh, you ever heard of Dana Plato? No. Holly Madison? I laugh because that's the only reason she's famous, because she was in Playboy. Uh, Linda Lovelace? No. And she made, like, the first, like, one of the first porns. Oh, this is... <laughs> This is a lady that's been in the news a lot the past couple of weeks. Stacy Dash. No, she was in uh, the movie Clueless, and she's she's the one who came out that she's the African American lady that basically said that it's hypocritical for like Jada Pinkett Smith and Spike Lee to be boycotting the Oscars, but supporting stuff like the BET Awards and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I paraphrase that. I'm pretty sure I didn't paraphrase it uh, correctly, but that's the gist of it. Do you uh, have a? Did you see American Pie? Yeah. The movie. The uh, the the uh, foreign exchange student. Okay. Shannon Elizabeth was in Playboy. Cool. Uh, man, there's so. I'm, I'm looking for another woman that you might know. I don't know, but. What was your question? Why I keep looking? Do, do you have a favorite cover of all time? No. No? Like, uh, I was always kind of scared. I mean, I went, like, I, I went, Uma Thurman's in there. Hey. Okay. Uh, I went when I was, like, 14 years old. I thought I looked 14. old. I was 14. I thought I looked old enough. And so I went to this little, it wasn't... It wasn't a uh, like a a chain convenience store. It was just like a one-off. Like they own like the these two guys owned it, so they didn't care who. All American Corner Store. Yeah, basically is what it was. And I walked in there and I bought one. It was like nine bucks. Nine dollars. Yeah. Okay. Magazines were magazines aren't cheap now. Well, that's why no one buys them. But like a. Uh, I remember getting that and thinking I just broke the law because I wasn't old enough to buy it, yet I still had it. So when I was riding, I rode my bike there. What? How did they not know? Because I parked my bike on the side of the store. Okay. <laughs> Kid rides up on a bike and you're going to let him buy a Playboy? I bought a Playboy and I think a couple pieces of gum. You should have... Yeah, it okay. was so... Well, I mean, you walked out of there with it, so you guess you'd yeah. be good. And it, it was, um, her, her name, I think, was Heather Kozar, I think, was the the play, playmate in there. And, and it was like, holy crap. I, I was so scared that I got home, and I didn't have it a week before I threw it away, because I was so scared. Because uh, I, I was afraid I was going to get busted. All right, welcome back. This is Bear Stew 2.11. Blake and Killer here, and we don't have any manners for them sluts. What do you think about that? I'm not saying anything. Okay, nope. We teased football in a pretty interesting weekend with two of the conference championships. Uh, but first, we wanted to get into a little baseball really quick since that's kind of the next sport coming up. 
Yeah, it's right twenty five days. Pitchers and catchers. Really? Yep. They have they have the shortest off season, right? Uh, yeah. It seems like it. Well, they have I the longest know. season. I uh, you know what I I think it doesn't matter to you much, but I think the uh, European the soccer. You lost me. Okay, I think they actually have a shorter off season. Okay. But baseball is really short because their season ends usually the middle or the end of October, and they come back in February. February. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you mentioned pre-show meeting that uh, some interesting players are now gone. Yeah, two of the the two biggest bats from the outfield are off the table, and well, all the big bats are off the table now because Cespedes and Upton were both holding out, and now they both have their deals. Cespedes is back in with the Mets, and Upton's up in Detroit. Uh, they were Those were both players that were linked and talked about be, being part of the Rangers' plan as a possibility. There really was never any, any possibility because of the, the money aspect of things, but there was rumors about one-year deals with Upton, but he... In, basically got a two-year deal with Detroit. It says for six, but he gets an opt-out after two, which wow, which he will definitely take if he if he's successful. If he's got a couple good years, yeah. So, but the uh, the fact is now that there aren't any big bats out there on the free agent market, there's still a couple pitchers out there. Gallardo is being is being wooed by the Astros now, which I kind of welcome. I was like, go ahead because they don't have a protected pick. So they would lose their first round pick. It wouldn't been it. It would actually benefit the Rangers because I believe their pick is higher because of the it's, Rangers winning the West and them not winning the West. By the way, if you didn't know that, the Astros who led all the way up to like a week or was it two weeks left in the season or a week? Probably two. I think it was two. We weeks. had it for a little bit. Yeah, they were like two weeks left in the season, and the Astros had to give it up because well, the Rangers kicked their butt. <laughs> I love this sign that they, the Astros had. They had the, the old Texas flag with the cannons come and take it. And then at the last game... Come and of, take what? They and, never had anything. Well, and at the end of the season, the Rangers on their big billboard had the, the cannons says, we came and took it. So, Took what? The, the West The pennant. division that they yeah, never division. won before? Yeah. So, it, But they had been leading the entire season. Don't... Be like that, Houston. They got so entitled last year with the Rockets, and when you know they were doing so good, the Astros were good for half a year. Houston mm-hmm. is, and the I hate Houston, all of it. This is a topic for later on. So. All right, well, well, I'll, I'll get into Houston later, but Houston sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so the big bats are gone. Basically, what you have now for the Rangers is what you're going to start out with, unless they make a big trade, or it doesn't have to be a big trade, but. Well, our, our name has been out there with trades. Yeah, oh, I think we've targeted Austin Jackson, Austin Jackson, Marcel uh, Ozuna. Ozuna is the big one right now. Uh, Ozuna would probably cost at least Chichi Rodriguez and probably Martinez. Which is fine because he's 23. Yeah, he's young. He's, young, he's, he's, he's your center fielder. Mm-hmm. He's got pop in his bat, and it would be a great mix. But that's the thing. He is like the – he is a future player. He is a – he is a cornerstone of a franchise, right. and you're you're wanting to send a probably a number two or three pitcher and a number five pitcher to get him, and that's what you're you're that's what I think Chi-Chi is is a two or a three really yeah at tops I don't he'll never be an ace no I don't know if he'll be a two or three I know he came up and had those two 
solid starts. Well, but. I don't think he should have been up at all this past year, but we didn't have a choice. And I think Nick Martinez is at best a number five, possibly yeah, a four. spot starter, long relief. Yeah. So, and those are the two biggest names that are tied to him. I would um, do that. Oh, I would too, but I don't think Florida, Florida would be stupid to do that. Florida is stupid. Or Miami, sorry. Miami is stupid. I didn't say they weren't. They they win a World Series, and then they tear apart their team. That's the key word. They win a World Series, and then they tear apart the team. So, What are you insinuating? That I would just like one right now. <laughs> just one. No, I don't know. I, don't I, think I, love, I think I love that being in the champion, like being always in contention. Yeah. But I, I'd like to be. It felt so awesome in 2011. I know. And I remember back in my high school days when you were when you were just a a seed. Don't talk about that. That's you, creepy. You don't remember the Cowboys playing winning football? They have? Oh yeah. I remember I I remember the last three Super Bowls. I'm lucky. I think the first Super Bowl I remember is the ninety eight when the Patriots and Packers played. Okay. That was a ninety eight, that was Elway. 97? I don't know. 97, I think, was Patriots-Packers when Favre won the game. Yeah, because, I mean, the Super Bowl was always when my friends came over and we yeah. played outside or whatever. I mean, didn't... Yeah, because your, your dads were inside watching the game. So yeah. See, my dad was never big time into football, so he... Like, I would... I... My first Super Bowl that I really watched was the when the last time the Redskins won in the Art Monk. So, Whoa. It's a long time ago. Yeah, no, that that I was a little kid. That was the first one that I watched the entire time, and I had to go back to my parents' bedroom and watch it there because my dad didn't want to watch the game because hmm. it wasn't the Cowboys. He wasn't interested, and now he hates the Cowboys and loves like the Saints and stuff. That's weird. I think he's one of the old guys that loved Tom Landry and whenever he yeah got disenfranchised. So it's funny you mentioned that. We mentioned a uh, a myth by the name of BD yeah. in the first segment. And he he secretly likes the Cowboys, but they're not his favorite team. Yeah. His favorite team is the Broncos. Okay. For, well, I have no idea why. He's just stuck on them. Ever, like, ever since I can remember, he's been a Broncos fan. Yeah. So <laughs> they're playing the Patriots yesterday, and we needed a guy to play softball. Yeah. I felt I actually asked your father to play in the morning reluctantly after I'd called like four other people. I was like... Because I felt really bad because I know he is a Broncos fan. Die hard, for sure. And I knew it was a championship game, and it was the arch nemesis coming to town. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't want to ask BD to sacrifice watching this game to come play softball. (laughs) And not to mention the fact that when he gets there, we lose the, the game in, like, heartbreak fashion. So Sorry. That's okay. It's not the first time you let us down. <laughs> I know. I was frustrated. Anyway, but yeah, we had to explain to everybody, you know, hey, this is 2016. We have recording devices. Don't tell us anything. Yeah. So Cookie, you know, whenever he sees my dad, he's like, oh, it's 7 nothing or something like that. And we're like, okay, just stop. No, no one else. No more updates. Don't check your phone. Nothing. And that was hard for him to do. And so on the way there, I'm saying no radio, don't check your phone during the game, no phone, yeah. nothing. So we we get home, not having heard one thing, we walk in the door, my mom says, we're going to the Super Bowl. 
completely ruined. <laughs> My poor dad <laughs> had stayed off his phone the entire time, had ignored text messages, <laughs> one foot inside the door, completely ruined. Your mom's so sweet. I know. She didn't mean to. She was just so excited. But, man, we had to go back and we, we watched it through TiVo. But Yeah. You know what? That's... I love watching football through TiVo or DVR. I watched the entire game in like 40 minutes. Yeah. You because you can all you have to do is do that 1/15 second skip after every play and you're basically reset and going. Unless they're in hurry up. If they're in hurry up, you can't do that. But Yeah, I didn't do that, but I would What you can do is as soon as you see the touchdown, you know, you see the celebration whatever, yeah. you can skip the extra point, you can skip yeah. the commercial break, skip the kickoff and then skip the next commercial break. Yeah. And then you're rolling. Yeah. So that's a lot of time that you just Yeah, skipped. that's like four minutes. Yeah, not to mention the stupid challenges, the injuries, yeah. timeouts, everything. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, that. well, I usually, whenever I watch a Cowboys that game, I do, like, every, after the play completes, mm-hmm. I just hit fast, just that skip, skip forward button. And it, like you, like you said, 40 minutes to an hour, you can get an entire game in. Yeah. Sometimes you, you rewind it because you want to see a play multiple times, but that's the only other time you... That's the only time you get added to it because you're totally skipping everything. It's the way to watch the game. It's a great way to watch baseball, too. Yeah. Although I do enjoy – there is something about sitting and watching a game actually played at the same time as you're watching it. Yeah. Like I, during the summertime and stuff, there's a TV show I'm interested in. I'll record the TV show and sometimes not even ever watch it because I'd rather be watching a baseball game. Yeah, and skipping the – between plays and football is good, so you don't have to hear Phil Sims talk yeah, or anything God. like that. But I mean, I like watching the build-up between plays and you know all that kind of thing. But you guys gonna have a big party now? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think you're invited. That'd be nice. Maybe I can talk to the wife and bring the kiddo. Maybe. Because I fun. can't. I can't go anything anywhere without him. So no, of course. But yeah. don't expect me to hold him. No. Okay. But I'm pretty just sure. Just so you know. I'm sure BD will take your take your time from you. Yeah, yeah, he's so. he's a sweetheart. But the other game wasn't as fun. You know what? Uh, being that we didn't have a a horse in the race, I actually enjoyed the domination of Arizona. Why? Uh, it just if you're gonna go, like I like it where where one team is because now Carolina is set up as David. Or yeah, Goliath. Big time. They are Goliath and Denver's David. Mm-hmm. And I like it when it's set up that way. Like you got this big dog right here and this little little one that has a chance. Well, they have a number one defense chance, yeah. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. I like that type of type type of matchup. Plus Carolina gives some people a villain. Some people for some reason despise Cam Newton. Yeah. So, and hit the showmanship makes him a great villain. He's got a lot of Deion Sanders out. Yeah. I, I mean, I would agree with that. I don't really care. I just think it's, you haven't seen this from the quarterback position, and that's why people don't like it. Yeah, it's not your typical. No. Not six six two sixty. and It's not a line, he's a linebacker playing quarterback. But you know what? Uh, I don't have the measurements in front of me, but I'm pretty sure Roethlisberger's just as big. Yeah. He is. So, and his when he started his career, he was fairly mobile as well. He was. But, I mean, slowly but surely, he has turned into more of a beer but, gut. Yeah. <laughs> but he's gotten, I think he's gotten smarter. 
Oh, he's like, a terrific quarterback. Yeah, and I I hope Cam Newton gets as I think he's gotten better. He's gotten smarter too. I just hope he advances to the spot same spot as Roethlisberger. And they're both kind of like villain-type people. Yeah, for more, different reasons. Yeah, Roethlisberger more for off-the-field things he's done. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Cam did some stuff during college that's very shady and shaky. But Yeah, uh, do you remember him stealing from his teammates in Florida? Uh, like a laptop and some other stuff? Yeah, here's an interesting connection. So I work for North Texas football team. Yeah. Our old head coach was Dan McCarney, yeah. who was an assistant at Florida during the time Cam Newton was there. Okay. I asked him, just you know, on a whim, said, hey, coach, uh, what was Cam Newton like? He said, uh, is this off the record? I said, of course, even though it's on the record right now, but no one's listening. He said he was like the worst player he ever coached. Just arrogant, stole from his teammates, uncoachable. Just a terrible human being. Now, he was 18. Yeah. Now he's got some money. He's got some respect. I think he's a totally different person. He ended up going from Florida to Blinn, right? To Blinn. And then to and Auburn. And dominated there. Yeah, well. And then went to Auburn. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback in the NFL. Of course, you're going to dominate at Blinn. Yeah. But, man, watching him play is crazy because he can make all the runs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've seen such a difference from last year to this year in, like, he can make any throw. He just has this like wind up just hurling the ball and it's just accurate and it, yeah, it's just good. And he makes some smart moves now when he's making a run instead of just like trying to bulldoze through some players, he'll actually go out of bounds or he'll slide sometimes. Yeah. Now, yesterday in yesterday's game he made a dive into the end zone he didn't need to make, but that's a showmanship that we keep yeah. talking about. And when he like when they showed the replay on that he slammed his head into the turf from doing that flip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, the average man would have, like, popped every bone in his back right there. But he's and, not. Yeah. He's, he's Superman. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that. By the way, if you, I don't know if you noticed about Carolina Stadium, but they need some PA help. Why? It sounded so weak when they would play music in there. Weak? Even, it sounded weak. There's the the music like Superman. Uh, they played Superman, the Superman theme. They played. There's any time you could hear music in the background, and it was horrible sounding. Are you talking about like from their song selection or their like no, speakers? No, suck? their speakers suck. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I did notice for the first time that like they did play like a lot of newer like rap stuff. Yeah, and I think that goes along with their offense and their quarterback, and you know they're all kind of young and they like to dab and they like to do stuff like that. But yeah. They're not going to, like, the Rolling Stones aren't going to pump Cam Newton up after third down, you know? Like, no, no, just no. just reaching to their audience. No, that, I wasn't saying that the music was okay. horrible. I'm just saying that the sound level sucked. Right. Okay. So, the audio, like, yeah. Anyways. But I am excited about the game, the Super Bowl itself. Uh, I am not excited about the television broadcast of it, but I'm very excited about watching the game. Who's doing the game? CBS. Nansen Sims. The worst combination. The CBS has the worst pregame show, the worst broadcast team, the worst camera angles. Every there is nothing good about the CBS. You, NBC does one game a week and they kick CBS ass. I do like one thing CBS does, and they have louder crowd noise than the other stations. See, I don't want that. 
I like little crowd noise. I don't need 50-50. That, to me, ruins the broadcast. Hmm. I like it's part of like it's like you're, it's not like you're there, but it's a part of the like ambiance of like the crowd's going nuts and the players and all that kind of stuff. It just adds to it to me. Like if when the when the anal, analysts aren't talking, mm-hmm. yes, pump it up. But when your ho your play by play and your analysts are talking, back it off. Yeah, I completely agree. Like when I'm and listening, CBS doesn't do that though. They leave it up the entire time. You're right. And when I'm listening to the radio, like if the crowd noise is with the same level. As the analyst, I hate it because it feels like they're trying to talk over the crowd. Yeah. But with TV, it's a little different. Like, you know, here's him on the handoff, and they kind of let it breathe a little bit. And so I don't mind the crowd noise then. It's really easy to manage, and they don't do it. You're right. I I agree. I I don't like CBS's coverage at all, pregame. I mean, I don't watch it, but their guys on there aren't. No, they bring nothing to the table. The only guy I'm interested in at all on their pregame is Cower. Cower's good. But the rest of it, just yeah, toss it. I think I like James Brown, too. Uh, Yeah, he's he was good. I liked him with, when he was with Fox. Mm-hmm. And But it's it's kind of like with the Fox team. You could take all, take away Strahan, and I think it's a better show. Strahan's weird. I don't think he brings anything to the table. I think he's, we're forced to Strahan. Strahan. I mean, he's got that show. Like, it's hard for him to... He's got two... He's got... He's got too much going on because he's he's part of the uh, he's part of two morning shows. He's got Michael and uh, what's her name? Uh, the Regis Kelly, Michael and Kelly. I thought it was that, and then she left. No, Kathy Lee Gifford was oh, there. Kathy no, was it's it. Kelly. So, oh, that's right, because it was Regis and Kathy, then, then Regis, Regis and, and Kelly. Kelly. Now it's okay. Michael and Kelly. Okay, so he's got that show, and he's got he's part of the uh, ABC morning show. And then he's part of the the Fox pre and post and halftime show. Did he m- not make enough money when he was playing, or what? I don't know, but I we're oh, we're force fed Michael Strahan's bag of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And like it, it's, uh, I'm so disgusted. Well, we actually get to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah, we get to in go. San Francisco. We fly out Saturday. Yeah, I mean we're. Uh, Pretty near the end of this segment, so maybe we maybe we discuss it when we're there. Yeah, what it's like to be there with uh, the ticket and ESPN and the media and all sorts Everything of stuff. That we we get to do and don't get to do. Right. So maybe we'll, yeah, we'll do that. Our next show should be from Radio Row. You want to do it from Radio Row? Yeah, I think so. That'd be cool. I think we can pull that off. Okay, let's do it. So maybe uh, maybe we have a couple guests on. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? So. That's our sports segment. Coming up next, what is taking over the TV industry? All right, welcome back to the final segment of Bear Stew 2.11. And we are about to blow this cash on a new toy, talking about Netflix and Hulu. Before we get to, is it is it good that we only do an hour? I try to keep it under an hour. Yeah, because most of our podcasts last about 55 minutes. I, occasionally, I would, occasionally they go over, but... I would like to stay around 45. Yeah. Just, no one wants to hear us talk for that long. Well, it... My thought's always been like you make it as long as it does to take it takes you to clean to do the yard. 
Yeah. And it takes about an hour. If you do your yard right, if you have to do the, cut the front yard, cut the backyard, pull some weeds, do edging, maybe clean up the trim the bushes and stuff like that, it takes about an hour to get it all done. So it fits in perfectly. Okay. And I I, I always try to keep it right around an hour long. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we should ever go long. No. We have friends that do podcasts that go for a couple no. hours. No, that's ridiculous. But I think an hour is a good length of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 45 to an hour. So. And if we ever need have something where we need to record twice in one week, we can. Yeah. We've done that. So. Once. Just once. Yeah. Closer to NFL draft, we might have to do a couple. So. I could do days on the NFL draft. Yeah. So. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. So I teased uh, before the break something about uh, what's going to take over TV. Yes. And this is something that you wanted to talk about, about how maybe uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Uh, well, yeah, because one of the things that's really I'm really excited about is a couple months ago, you might remember, Hulu was filming in Dallas for the Stephen King film 112263. Yeah. That's not going to theaters. That's not going to TV. That's only going to be on Hulu. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a subscription, you can't watch it. Now, on vice versa, there was a great TV show called uh, Man in the High Tower. The only place you could watch it was on Amazon Prime. The documentary that we were going to do a mock trial on until somebody didn't show up, uh, Making a Murderer, was only on Netflix. So what I'm saying is... All these these great entertainment options are no longer on TV. They're no longer on your big three, your your NBC, your ABC, your CBS, or even Fox. They're not on there anymore. They're all moving to online platforms. Even some of the the movie channels like HBO and Showtime, a lot of their stuff when it when like when Game of Thrones airs on a Sunday night simultaneously you can watch it on HBO on demand. Yeah. And same thing same thing goes on with Showtime. Anytime one of their shows premieres, you can immediately watch it at the exact same time on demand. I think we're slowly beginning to find out that TV is really inconvenient. I you know what? I think it is. I think some things on TV are convenient, but the restrictions that they have make it where it's not as viable or as an enjoyable option. The fact that they aren't able to uh the the level of quality, like the the language, like in this day and age you can't go ten you can't go through a day without hearing foul foul language and stuff like that. Or you just you just don't do it. It's not not real world enough to not have that in there. If someone gets shot, they're not like, oh, they're like, they're screaming out some expletive. I do agree that it puts limitations on certain screenwriters. and Plus, most of the screenwriters and stuff have gone to these other net, these other avenues. They're doing the Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. They're working for FX. They're working for HBO and Showtime because they aren't restricted. Then they can do a lot more. They're not as... They're not under the thumb as much as they are if they are one of, on one of the big three channels. Right. and Plus, it sounds weird to say the big three because they're no longer the big three. I Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about, but I wouldn't say that they're the big three anymore. I would say the big three are Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or 
or like I said, if you some of the on-demand services, or like I would honestly consider some channels like AMC and FX that are bringing good quality programming. You yep. got your Mad Men. Uh, you might not like it, but like Walking Dead, you've got. Then you've had the. Uh, well, you had Breaking Bad. You get the new um, Better Call Saul. Yeah. You've got the Fargo. You've got the everything on you know FX. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons. I mean, they have their hits and misses, but they have more hits than they do misses on all. And they're quality shows, quality writers. The uh, the actors have been like I can't like uh, man. I'm thinking about the Golden Globes. The girl that won the the best actress is on a CW show. The CW. The CW got a golden okay. like one of their main actresses got a Golden Globe over someone from the big three. Yeah. Man, I you know, I've you know, I always watch football and they always tease, you know, what's coming up next and stuff, but all their shows are not very good. No, they're they're not fun. They're not their comedies are canny or campy. Oh, I take bad. that they're they the uh Big Bang Theory actually still is actually pretty good. Still it is? Yeah, it's okay. pretty good, but that's it. Oh you got Family Guy on Fox. Yeah, but um, I Pardon me for saying this. I like Mike and Molly on CBS. I honestly think she's unfunny and not ha- have not watched more than like ten minutes of that entire broadcast. It's pretty. It's you know why I like it. It's because it's basically a reinvention of King of Queens. Oh, with it, two fat people instead of one. I think it, that I think that's the, the creators of King and Queens are the who created Mike and Molly. It makes sense. And I mean, I, I like that line of humor. I mean, it yeah. goes back to Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners, and you know that was. Yeah. A hit, but other than that, like they always try and roll out new comedies, like, uh, like the what Wendy Cummings or Whitney Cummings had a sh- new show. Yeah, the new girl with Zoe Deschanel was not funny. It's still on though. It's still cleaning up. And Whitney Cummings failed, but she's also she's created the two broke girls thing. She's that's like the, not funny either. So it's it's canned. And Brooklyn Decker was in that one show um, that ran for like I don't even not even half a season. Yeah, there's. You have a lot of swing and misses. A lot. You then you have shows like uh, God. What's that show on ABC with without Bundy? I'm drawing a blank now. Seventh Heaven. No, not Seventh Heaven. God with Sofia Vergara and Modern Family. Modern Family, who which basically is a family version of The Office. Yeah, big time. And it's. It's shot basically the exact same way as The Office was. And The Office was great. And I loved Parks and Rec, but those are both gone now. Yeah. I never got into 30 Rock, so I'm not going to bash 30 Rock because I never got into it. Mm-hmm. I just never got into it. I've never been... I, uh, what's his name? Alec Baldwin? Oh, Alec Baldwin didn't bother me. Tracy. Tracy, Tracy Morgan? Morgan? Just never thought he was funny. Yeah. But the thing is, with all these shows that are on the big three, they're all put on Hulu the next yeah. day. And so you can get to them that way. Right. But, like, the the stuff, like, I, I am a big proponent of Netflix. I watch Netflix a lot. And a lot of the shows that I do watch, like, if I, a series or something like that, like, uh, a couple of our friends were talking about the, the DC comic series Arrow. So. Yeah. They, they, I may or may not be in that. Yeah, so I was like, I'll give this a shot. So I started watching a couple episodes the other night because when you have a newborn, 
You've got a lot of free time. <laughs> a lot of or time you don't just, have you don't have free time. You have, you have but to, you have time. You can't do anything else. Right. I can't. Like I tried editing, doing audio editing while I'm holding the baby. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Yeah. So you just have to think of other. You have to do something else. You you can read out read a book. You can watch TV stuff like that. That you can't. One hand's always holding the kid. Right. Although I have learned how I can put him on my chest now and play a video game or something. Nice. So, what basically what I said earlier was, you know, how TV is pretty inconvenient. Yeah. Your Sundays are going to be scheduled around football. That's just yeah. something that you're going to do. But just if like got, in the movie, NFL owns a, a whole day of the week. Right. And, like, if, if I had a favorite show on Thursday nights, I'm not going to set aside a Thursday night to watch a TV show. Yeah. I'll go back and watch it through yeah. recording or I'll, something that's on my schedule. Yeah. It, the thing is, too, if you watch it on Hulu, you're usually only subjected to, like, one 30-second commercial, or if you have that. I, I don't actually use Hulu right now. You, but you I have use, to you have a commercial in every break. But but it's usually a 30-second or 60-second. You're not sitting there for three and a half to four minutes of commercial break. Yeah. And so it's it's a lot more efficient. Have you seen the new thing where they're allowing you to pick your commercial? No. It's like they're trying to make it better, but so it'll pop up. Do you want to watch a Brawny commercial? Do you want to watch a Meineke commercial? Or do you want to watch a Bud Light commercial? And you have to pick. And it won't go until you pick one. And and I guess they're just, you know, I understand, like, you know, if I need some paper towels, oh, let's see what Brawny's got. Boom. But it's still annoying. Yeah, it's still a commercial. It's annoying. But it's just kind of a little stop down. It's also amazing that these three things have started making their own movies and TV shows and stuff. And, like, for instance, Amazon Prime has got a couple TV shows and a movie and stuff like that. And it really is a retailer. Yet, you because Amazon Prime, you get free shipping. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, but if you have Amazon Prime, you get free shipping and you get this TV service. And they just released a new music subscri- subscription. Oh, I didn't know about that. It's awesome. Like it, and in fact, that's what I'm using now. Yeah. And so, one of the cool things is, you know, it's got every song you ever want. And as you're listening to the song, it's got this little bar that puts the lyrics up. Oh, so that's you can cool. follow along too. So. Oh, that's cool. It is cool, and Amazon is really stepping up. Yeah, and Netflix has stepped up and put up some great TV shows. Like, I know you're not into the comic book thing, but I watched the January, not January Jones, but the uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. And it was actually pretty good. So Here's my one concern. Yes, she is. Here's my one concern about that is they're all subscription-based clients, mm-hmm. right? So when the Making a Murderer comes out or when the Arrow comes out, or is that not – that's not a Netflix-only thing, is it? Uh, I know it's on – it's probably on Hulu as well. Okay. But it is on Netflix. But these things that are, are Netflix-only, they don't go to movies, they don't go to a, a TV channel, they go straight to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Don't they set, like, a certain budget to it? Like, how do they make money off of that? Well, they, okay, they, like, any any studio, like, they'll, they will set a market to it. But they'll also, like, they do, like, DVDs and stuff like that as well. Like, they, uh, like a box um, set. Stuff why would like you that. do that? You because have the box can. set. You have it online, yes. But you just, people still want to have that for themselves. I get that. But, uh... The thing is, there's, since there's no advertising on it, it's just Netflix, and like my subscription, I think is eight bucks a month. Yeah, 
It's standard. Yeah, I think, and if you want, like I have basic. I don't think I have the HD subscription. I think I just did the basic because I was going to watch it on my phone and stuff like that. Oh, that if I can alter HD, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't and, yeah, I mean, I don't have a, I have HD TVs, but I don't have ultra HD 4K. Maybe for my birthday. Who knows? Anyways. I'm drop a little hint. Yeah. Uh, but there's enough people making subscriptions. Like, now it's worldwide. Like, it's not just in yeah. America now. But there was enough people. Like, like, before we got married, my wife had a subscription. I had a subscription. Now we only have one. So they did lose one. But I'm, my brother picked one up. Now, oh, they so. lost your eight bucks. Ooh. Oh. But there's so many people I understand that have subscriptions. That. I know they have a lot of subscriptions. But what I'm saying is... They have a set amount of money coming in from these subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So if you're a, a filmmaker and you want to submit your movie, what determines how much they pay you? Because you, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I know that like Adam Sandler's got like a ten or twenty movie deal with him. I think it's a ten movie deal. He's got ten more in him. I I think so. And there, I mean, I watched the Ridiculous Six because I had nothing else to do, just because I wanted to see what quality it was, and. I won't get that two hours back, but uh-huh. I, I, I still kind of like him. There was there was moments that were funny. There were moments, and I was like, okay, I, I found myself laughing. But it there was moments where I was like, man, yeah, like I didn't like Nick Nolte, but that's okay. I don't know who that is. See, doesn't matter. But anyway, but, but, but you get what I'm saying? Like, you're not making money. He tell him who Nick Nolte is. He, he will later. But you're not making money off of movie tickets or DVD sales or anything because people that have it are going to watch it. Yeah, and the thing is, when they release something like like the Jessica Jones series, because there was enough people out there where they weren't familiar with it or didn't have Netflix, they see whenever they release something like that, they see a spike. When they put out uh, House of Cards, they see a spike in subscriptions shoot up. Do they? Yeah. They people see- Bought Netflix just to watch House of Cards, yep. but then they would cancel right after, right? It doesn't matter. Then they then they re they resubscribe later on, and you get another boost. But then, okay, so for like making a murder, nobody had ever heard of it. So Netflix says, "Hey, we'll give you five thousand dollars, and we'll put it on Netflix." It, it turns out to be this worldwide phenomenon. Yet they bought it for five thousand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how does that work? Well, Do they, they probably pay. I mean, you're shooting really low, probably on. Well, I'm just saying, like, what's the, what is a movie? Like, what's the screenwriter's, you know, incentive to release to Netflix if there's going to be a set payment, depending on... Well, not- it's... You're thinking of whenever they're doing that release, they're not just thinking about this one project. They're thinking about the next project, too. If this project does really well and it comes in claim because it, and it's on Netflix, these the big three or HBO or Showtime, someone's going to say, hey... We'll pay you double what you made on this one to make us one. See, see it's no longer like it's reputation-based. It's not results-based. So we're going into a different kind of yeah. yeah but that's agreement. that's the whole that's the whole way all yeah, the movies. I mean, that's how it's shaping, and that's yeah. cool. That's just a new it's just a new thing that they're going to have to yeah. deal with. So, so and I don't know what type of deals that they have in place for different things. I mean, we hear like I said, Adam Sandler's kind of big deal with right, Netflix. Right. Uh, uh, the, the Stephen King did a deal for the eleven twenty two sixty three to go on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon Prime has got the deal for with like Man on the High Tower. Yeah, yeah. So, so and, and, or High Castle. Sorry. And, and we've seen. I know this is a don't touch that by the way. This is the hum whenever you're holding it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, 
So we saw. <laughs> no joke. Okay, no joke. Anyway, we. Yeah, man, you really threw me off. Sorry, because okay. you were about to do this bugs thing. I was like, there was a terrible example, but we've seen actors go less for movies and more for TV. And the terrible example is that True Detective too. Yeah. You know, we're starting to see these big dream actors go into TV because they're seeking. Because I think what you're seeing is like some of the quality of the TV is some of the like the HBOs are, are deepening together shows. HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. So, although I don't, I don't think of anything that Cinemax has done that's really, really groundbreaking. They do a lot of porn. Yeah. Okay. So, so but, uh, I know. Showtime's got a new show called Bill- Billions. It's awesome. I, well, no, I've watched the first two episodes. Well, they were on the man, so I got to watch them. Yeah. They yeah. are great. Whoever, the three people that listen to this get into Billions. Yeah. Yes. It's really, really good. I, I, like, they, they had another episode last night. I want to, I have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's riveting. It's got me. I'm excited. So, so uh, uh those writers and stuff, because it's got Paul Giamatti in it, mm-hmm. and, and I would I would think of him as being a TV actor, but but not this kind of thing it brings them in because they they see that, that this good quality script the directors have been really good world now so, so they're like, okay we'll, we'll give this a shot and, and the, the, the success of the True Detective the first one yeah. Season one, for both Woody and Matthew McConaughey, it, it was so, so great that everybody was like, oh, I really want to be a part of this. And, and I, think, I think it true detective tried to do too much in season two. They tried to try to have big, too big of a cast. They didn't, they didn't need, uh, they just needed two of those two They didn't need all four. They didn't need to be the one that was cop that, that was, was, he was gay, but he wasn't gay. Yeah, he, he yeah. yeah. But, but I, I wouldn't mind doing, doing, doing a podcast on Trash Talk Projective. Yeah. Because, because the first one started out really good, really good. But in my, in my opinion, the ending was terrible. Was terrible. And yeah, I can tell you yeah. why. why. But, you know, I mean, on a different day. But, but well, I mean, we are. I mean, and you have more time on a TV show to set up characters, to set up development, you know, have this awesome ending, whatever. Where a movie, you got 90 minutes to 120 minutes to get someone and let them go. But, so. Wow. We could, we could talk a lot more about this. Yeah. But, we'll get out of here. But, before we do, we talked about doing a show from Super Bowl. We're going to do our damnedest to get it done. Okay, we on our on record, we're going to do our damnedest to get it done. So hopefully our next show comes from Super or Radio, Radio Row. Row at Super Bowl in San Francisco. And the time after that, uh Killer mentioned earlier that we wanted to do a making a murder trial, mock trial. Yep. And so what we're going to do is Christina, who's not here. Hi Christina. Not again. Okay. So she She's ha- she hasn't seen it, hasn't heard anything about it, nothing. She's a blank slate. Mm-hmm. We both have seen it, and we're just going to have a little fun, and we're going to do a mock trial. Yeah, but we're going to follow the rules that were allowed during the trial. Right. Basically, if evidence was used in the trial, Blake Blake is going to be the prosecution, I'm going to be the defense. So I'm playing that... I'm playing Ken Kratz, yeah. and you're playing Dean Strang, mm-hmm. and my job Jared basically is because all that they, the defense was allowed to do was to destroy the prosecution's case. Well, they just, weren't 
I'm not going to be allowed to introduce any theories, but what I'm going to have to do is basically poke holes in the theory that Krantz said happened. If you haven't seen it, please see it. It'll make our show a lot better because you can, you know, follow along with everything that's going on. So uh, that will be two shows from now. Next show will hopefully be at Super Bowl. Maybe we'll have some guests. Maybe we'll have Cam Newton on. We don't know yet. So I'll probably end up with Jonathan Stewart. Oregon Duck. I can talk to him a little bit. Talk about his Madden game a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? So, thanks for listening. It's been Killer. Blake. 2.11. That was Killer. I'm Blake. 2.11. We're out. Peace.